So welcome to today's podcast. I'm joined by Wendy Thompson today. Wendy, how are you today? Oh, good. Yeah, just got in from the rain. Oh, nice. Where are you? Where is the rain today? The, the rain here is over in um, Gloucestershire. So it's just come in straight down, nice little, um, you know, drizz, not drizzle actually, it's quite consistent. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm in now indoors. So um, watching my plants get all, in, all wet because I'm right by my um, patio doors that lead out into my garden. Nice. So nice during the summer, during the during the winter and the rain, it's a bit. Ugh. So um, we've got the rain here in Northamptonshire. It's that fine drizzly rain as well, which is never never nice because it's so chiffy than normal rain. I think I'm pretty sure it does. So um, Wendy, tell me all about your business and what you get up to. Yeah, well, so I've I've um, got into um, cleaning by default, really. And again, that's probably you know the whole podcast by itself. So to cut a story, long story short, I needed to earn a, um, a top up my pension from retiring from the military. I'm not that old, but you know, you get to retire after a certain amount of time on a pension. And um, yeah, I, I was bringing my family up and I was like 500, 600 pounds short. And I thought, oh dear, what, what can I do? And I'd started making up my own products at home through a concern of finding out what was in most of the products that I had around my household, cleaning and well-being products, personal care products. And I was horrified. And, and being a busy working full-time mum in the military, um, I just did, you know, I had an au pair who did the day-to-day -day clearing up after meals and things like that. But at the weekend, I'd do the deeper cleans, toilets and things. And I just splashed around the cheapest bleach. I didn't really know what I was using. And I didn't really read the instructions. So my advice out of any of this today is just read the instructions. It is quite critical because manufacturers can get away with having all sorts of quite potentially harmful products in as long as they've got instructions. And so they're okay by the authorities if you've got instructions. But if we, the consumers, don't read them, we can fall foul and, and we can get difficulties. So, yeah. And so I, I basically set up a green cleaning business thinking I just need to work one or two days a week. And because I'm, I'm with the military background and I'm quite well qualified to be a, a cleaner, I've got a master's degree, an ordinary degree and an honours degree. But anyway, that doesn't matter. It, the thing is, I'm reliable and people just hand over their keys to me to their properties. And it's like, oh, responsibility going in cleaning. I'm doing a very thorough job. And I got work without advertising because people said their present cleaners weren't being thorough enough. And I was quite thorough. I just really had it in mind put myself under pressure to say oh it's a military inspection i gotta do the house really good so that was the sort of mentality and so i got a lot of work through that and that suited uh, me well so i just i set up a business i had a few part-time people working for me and it was only ever part-time and then just got more knowledge about how to clean green and then i developed a range of products to support that so that's that's the sort of way i've got into, into that i mean by profession, I'm an ex-teacher and then a training officer in the military. So I'm quite into, you know, giving information over to people and, and uh, how to train people up and stuff. But uh, this became a better way of, of living to balance looking after a family and bringing in a small income. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So I, at the moment, it's quite um, harsh for me sat at home and I'm not having to isolate or anything, but not being part of the bigger community or having connections with more authoritative people um yeah. all the knowledge i've got I've, I've like wanted to share and it's been frustrating that i've not been able to do it so for me just this talk with you today is just brilliant if i could share what i found out and it pass on a little bit of advice and, and knowledge and 
just get people to look more at their products and look at what they're doing we can we can basically cover ourselves because god forbid the government are not experts at cleaning but they're putting out advice you know we've got to look into it a little bit more ourselves and we've got to balance it up and share what we know and pass it on and, and hopefully develop good practice in the home and in business space mm. and also it's been quite a challenging time for for us all really hasn't it over the last sort of three four months and uh, there's always the extra thing we look at now and think oh i'll give that an extra clean i mean what would you say that we need to be doing more in the households to, to make sure our living spaces are actually cleaner than maybe they were before yeah, I mean, look, so it's like the, this can work for businesses and, and um, homes and, and, and even more so, it might be a different thing. I mean, I've, I looked and reviewed to see what advice was out there. And do you know what? There was some very sensible advice from NHS websites that's been out on their websites from like 2004, how to stop the spread of germs and stuff. And so actually that just makes complete sense. So you need to clean first. That's the first level of cleaning. And let's just deal with that because then after that is disinfecting. And we, we, we need to separate them. So you, you do need to do the cleaning first of all. So it's the high touch areas. It's always the high touch areas. And it's like, actually, potentially toilet seats where we go, oh, they're the worst places. They're not necessarily. Your yeah. table is potentially worse. Your light switches. Every time you touch the fridge, and we're touching the fridge every day, aren't we? Hundreds of times, you're touching your face. So we know the pattern, and it's it's looking at all of those things. So yeah, washing your hands um, more, but it's taking a deep breath, and it's like those little things to remind you: count to thirty slowly, or sing a song that is thirty seconds worth. And happy birthday to yourself is apparently meant to be, isn't it? So <laughs> I, I was in my local shop. And this little old lady came in, she pumped the pump spray thing, which had sort of a gel came out. She, I just saw her, she just rubbed over the front of her surface of her hand. She didn't rub on the back of the surface of the hands or up round her wrists. And within 10 seconds, she was off shopping. You need 30 seconds minimum. So oh. you need to look at, we're talking about hand sanitizer now, but you need to read the products because the efficacy, so that, that efficacy means uh, does it kill a virus and what viruses or bacteria has it been tested to kill? None of, no product can put on um, effective against coronavirus because none of them have been tested against coronavirus. We're using the virus to test for antibodies, aren't we? So mm. all we've got is an equivalent. So it will be the coronavirus range that was in existence prior to this that potentially products have been um potentially tested and it will be a viral type um standard and a, and a test but anyway back to cleaning it's just looking at the areas that you touch and and my studies of um, research has shown actually i've always advocated spray the spray into the cloth not directly in the air to onto the onto the item but you still have to read the instructions because a lot of them will say don't spray too close because then you get too much of a drippy and if you want a slight vapory type effect um you know an atomizer type spray you have to be a bit further away but if you're using anything other than a green product a chlorine based product you're breathing it in so how many breaths is hanging in the air you're breathing in that product and you're potentially damaging your lungs there is a long a 10 more than a 20 year study paid for by the european um commission that's involved many countries and a whole range of, of people men and women 
cleaners, non-cleaners, cleaning in your home. The end result was men didn't seem to be affected as much, but women who were cleaners and or were cleaned at home and sprayed at least one product once a week over a 10-year period, their lung functionality was affected and deteriorated. Oh. So, you know, we, it's like, I don't want to scare people, but let's just be sensible. So my advice is spray it into a cloth away from your face. And then when you're actually cleaning the surface, I, unfortunately, I was in um, hospital having a hip replacement. It was a private hospital. You might think the cleaning might be at high, higher level, but actually, it doesn't matter where you are, um, ha having an NHS paid for operation. And the cleaner came and cleaned the door. I could see because the cloth was damp, she hadn't covered the whole surface. She hadn't really done the main bit thoroughly enough all the way around the handle. Um, so if you're cleaning the surface, imagine it's a different color paint and you're swapping it for a new color paint. In the corners, you have to go over it two or three times, don't you? Because that's where it's the yeah. hardest bit to get in. So take a bit more time. And don't do it when you're distracted with other things happening around you. You have to be focused. You're in charge of your cleaning products, not them. They're not going to do it for you. Although adverts will say it will do it for you. Still it bang, oh bang and it's gone. No, you have to be in charge of it. It's a vehicle. You know, sit on your drive, it's not doing much good, but you drive it out and you control it and you take it where you need it to go. So my advice is just be thorough and take your, take your time to do it. Because once that's done and read the instructions if you are using a chlorine based one it's meant to be rinsed off with pure water or water afterwards and then you dry it off don't leave it to get wet because moisture all germs like moisture um, uh. and then you know keeping the room as as um aerated as as possible so if nothing else that would be my advice on on your cleaning to have a look review what you do and then just take a bit more time imagining your painting a new color on a surface and so to get the new color all over you need to be a bit more thorough in other areas and that kind of leads me on to my next question actually about you know as a cleaning you know, professional specialist that you are i mean what what concerns do you have about businesses and households you know that they're currently doing now to make sure that they keeping their spaces clean due to some of the legislation and rules that the government yeah i mean it's tricky recent. because the government are experts cleaning i don't think they've actually in, in got experts to help put down so i've looked at the advice that's coming out on the health and safety executive um, website for businesses to help them get back into work so they basically said use the cleaning products you already are and if you're going to change read the labels and that makes that makes good sense and i think a lot of businesses are automatically going to a surface disinfectant you've got to clean it first of all and actually that might be sufficient for whatever your business is. Um, unless you know there's been a case in it, then you need a sort of disinfectant. And then, um, you know, I, I went and helped my local rugby club to, to get preparation. Now the club hasn't been used for weeks. So the virus is not going to be in their toilets because nobody's been in there using them. You know, it, it's supposed to have a life of at least 72 hours, isn't it? Worst case scenario. So uh -huh. I know, but I've gone over and I've done it thoroughly so there's not the mud from the rugby boots and things at the bottom of the skirt and balls are, you know, around door frames and stuff like that. And where hands have been, it's quite a new build, this rugby club, but you'll be surprised how 
dirty. It does get you know cooking. So I I've got um two handheld um steam cleaners. Dig them out if you bought one ages ago and you're not using it. Have a look again because actually that will kill all germs and is a really good at disinfectant and, and and it will make you feel better as well just don't leave it for too long over like a rubber sealant because you will be weakening it you know it's it's a very high temperature so you don't want to melt anything you don't want to rub the paint off anything but it is effective to uh, do it as a good blitz if you know there's been a case so like we've had pubs opening at the weekend and some of them have to close down and they said oh we don't worry we'll be back open we'll do a deep clean well that concerns me it's like what 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 does that mean and are they doing it thorough enough I'm not going to rush back to my gym because I wasn't that happy with the level of cleaning beforehand because unfortunately, you know, knowing what I do, um, most places I go to, if it's a pub, it's like, oh, I, I, that, that could be cleaned a bit better. Just a bit more effort in the corner, that would get that grime out and whatever. So back to just being thorough and, and it's just going to be frequency of use. So the first initial clean and opening is fine. It's what do you do afterwards? And it's like, I, you know, it's only me and my son at home and he's an 18 year old and we generally go to the same place that he's just now slowly, there's one mate who lives about two miles away and he's walked to his house and they've worked out together in spaced out in, in their gym in a garage or something. But it's like, I'm insisting he washes his hands before you come back in. We're going to have to do that. And I think we need to do that just as a regular way of life. Yeah. wash your hands you know wash your hands and and just try not to touch your face too often and it is all that thing about sneezing yeah i know my son gave me a cold before christmas because he i was working where i'm sitting now and it's my kitchen it's quite a big open space but he sneezed quite close to me and then I, the next day i came down with it and i blame you no it wasn't me mom i said yeah you didn't cover your blooming face did you so <laughs> he's quite good now at sneezing into his uh, the crook of his elbow do you know do you know what i mean so yeah, his I do. Arm, <laughs> yeah i know exactly what you mean of course uh, you know when i go running as well i see people sort of like bodily fluids going everywhere as well and also oh, that's, I know. that's a part of it as well isn't it so i've i've always tended to run with like a a flannel i don't know because i don't like sweating even when you're out with a bit of a breeze and i just like to to have that whether it's a little blanket little comfort blanket as well so i've actually if i've done that i've just then put my face away if it's along the canal and initially up until about a month ago i wouldn't even go along the canal um we'd go a different route where it was much more open and, and you'd just be mindful of that but only yesterday we're out for a quick bike ride with my son and then this lady was running quite fast but she did make no attempt she was really heavily breathing we just it was opposite direction so that should have been right but i could have got a big splat of her breath in my face but yeah <laughs> so back to cleaning um yes. if someone was thinking about using a different product i mean what sort of advice would you would you give them uh, to help them with the cleaning yeah I, I just go back and look at what you've already got because you probably got the right stuff already um you don't need to it's not don't go panic buying and think you need a disinfectant straight away because it's the process you need to clean first of all clean the surface and then disinfect if you've got particularly if you've got um vulnerable people in the home or people you know that or you know you that you have had visitors and and they've needed to come in and use your loo then that might be a, a, the way to to do it but I wouldn't advise you to go rushing and suddenly saying, oh, I need to need to change. 
have a look at what's already on your in your products because there are quite a few products that are quite um have ingredients that are quite harmful chlorines anything with the, with the chlorine in if you're spraying it into the air you're going to breathe it in um you know we breathe in what is it about forty thousand breaths a day so it, it's uh, you know but if you want to switch well i obviously i'm going to say have a look at some of the green products um because they're you know it's what you do with them so they're not going to be any worse or anything less i mean dry pack is are, are the business that are probably closer to the range that i produce as well and i looked on their website recently and they said no they haven't they're not tested um they, they've not gone for efficacy testing if, if you have a, an ingredient that is a biocide then you're able to use it and sell it as a disinfectant but you have to get it tested so you have all these tests clearly there's not a test for this coronavirus but there are potentially ones that will test it for a virus as well as bacteria um but yeah no just have a look at it but i think it's a good opportunity to have a look at the more um green and eco products and and start having them in your homes and stocking up on them um, and potentially reducing the long-term effects that chlorines are likely to have in our water systems and also in your homes mm. and you mentioned about your products how can people actually find out more about the products and, and services uh, that oh, you supply? yeah kind of say yeah I'm, i've got a website so it's um wendy goes green um and i've got you know i've got probably the, the sort of whole range i mean i've got obviously i've got the raw ingredients and i can make them up where i am at the moment so i'm probably well stocked to live out this coronavirus if it lasts for another two years i'm well stocked <laughs> so i'm probably going to be your best mate if you need to <laughs> you know survive as well um so i've got a washing powder which i do you know believe it's an eco washing powder but it it, it is going to be uh, it does actually have antiviral antibacterial um well-known properties um and you get to choose the soap element so you get to choose the aroma and to me i like the choice I, you know, I, I like to think oh yeah i'll have, a, have that and i'm in my mood i fancy peppermint this time or i'll have aloe vera or i'll have so i've got a range so yeah people can check out on uh, wendy goes green i've got facebook and instagram as well and on facebook i'm looking at possibly starting up like monthly chats like this where live chats where people can come in and ask me questions and just i can pass on information um there's a lot more i can you know talk about around this subject so that's the sort of thing i'm looking at aiming to offer and do and i'm more than happy to share it and if people want to set up their own little clean green cleaning business i'd be happy to talk to them about it as well brilliant so your website i've just found it wendygoesgreen.co.uk yep so i've got it here um yeah fabulous i mean it's great to talk to you thank you ever so much for joining me on the podcast and uh you know hopefully the weather picks up for you down in uh, down in uh, gloucestershire yeah, I hope so, because hopefully it's it's barbecue weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Great to catch up with you, and I uh, look forward to speaking to you soon. Yeah, no, brilliant. Thanks a lot, Simon.